Welcome to Queens of Banter podcast. The Queens of Banter. And our, our, it's just us. It's, it's a, just us. It's, it's, it's Naria and. Bookie. Yes. It's me. It's, it's, we're besties, we're sisters, we're friends, and we're here to entertain y'all yeah. and to give y'all the, the tea, show, the, the, sh- the show of a lifetime, okay? Oh. Oh. And, and the tea, and the oh. tea too. I just, but I don't know if we have the levels for the show of a lifetime. Today. I think, I think we we we're, we're gonna get there. Okay. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I, I have big dreams. I have big dreams. Period. I have big dreams. How's the song go? She from the, small the, town, the, but I have bigger dreams. Bigger dreams. dreams. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you guys for joining us on our first podcast of many. Yeah. Okay. Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, around. The Nine, 839. Yeah, real late, real chill, real sexy, real spooky. Yeah, you okay. guys know you'll be in your bed. It'll be cold outside. You know, you want to cuddle up. Come up with us at 830 on Wednesday. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you want to hear our sexy voices late yeah, at night, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as our first podcast episode, we want to discuss confrontation. Okay, it's a hot, hot, hot topic in the Ohio, the Southern East Ohio <laughs> region. Okay, it's all oh, hot. Yeah, the streets are hot right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, but I do want to give a disclaimer. Okay, mm. none of this is about anyone personal. Okay, we're not talking about anyone personal. Okay, mm-hmm. it's just that like this is our experiences. And, you know, with Meg, the stallion, she made her song. She never added Nikki, but Nikki took it personally. So if the shoe fits, learn from it, okay? The shoe fits, get a different size, okay? Just, you know, learn from that. So, <laughs> yes, this is not about anybody in particular. This is about our life. This is about the, the banter, the conflicts, the mediations we've been we've been going through. Ooh, the word mediation. That's I know. A big one. That's, that's a, a big one. That's a big one. That's a, a real big one. one. But just to get into this confrontation topic, let's discuss what are the worst ways that people decide to confront people? The worst ways? Yeah. Okay. I think right off the top of my head, okay, Mm -hmm. when you're confronting someone, okay, Mm If you have no solution, what are you doing there? <laughs> oh, that that's that uh, what are you Okay, doing that's there? real. That's a word. But like, okay, you're gonna come up to this person and be like, you did this, this, and that, and they're like, okay, what do we do? And you're like, mm, I, don't I don't know. Yeah. Like I think for me, I think the worst type of confrontation is confronting somebody in a group of people. You're being nasty. You're being nasty. You're being nasty. You're, you're being, being, you're okay. being nasty. Like, like, if you want to confront them in a way that you're like, okay, like, this person, I care for them. They hurt me. Let's try to find a way to, you know, find the middle ground, you know, resolution. But you come to a group of people, mm. and you're like, hey, I got something to say to you. Yeah. You're, that's crazy. That's nasty. Yeah, that's really nasty. That's because real nasty. Honestly, are you doing it for the betterment of the relationship between you and the yeah. person you're confronting? Or are you doing it just to get an audience, and get the satisfaction of embarrassing someone. I think it's an embarrassment. Yeah. And people, let's check ourselves. Let's not be bullies, okay? Um, I understand we have our emotions. Things get real, you know, exciting, and we don't know how to, like, you know, let things come off. But, like, let's let's just be chill for a second. And, And decide to move with some peace. I understand sometimes violence is some people's answers, but it's not always mm. the answer, okay? Mm. And violence comes in more than one way. You know what? I have a question then, there. Yeah. Tell me, tell me. Okay. So let's say a conflict happens. You know, you're like, ooh, I'm mad. I'm real mad. I'm big mad, okay? And you're like, I got to step away from the situation, okay? Mm-hmm. And you ask the person, like, hey, I need some space, I need some time. How much time is too much time? Wait, 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 wait. Honestly, truly... Honestly, truly, before you confronted that person, that was your space and your time to, mm. you know, gather yourself. I don't think, I don't know if you can really put a number on it. Like, you're in the situation. Like, mm-hmm. the problem's happening right there, right then, mm-hmm. okay? Would you just be like, hey, come here. Come here. I got oh, to oh honestly, it depends on what it is. If it's like a, if it's a matter of, like, 
just like you said something crazy to me in the moment, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know that what you said was absolutely you crazy. And I didn't like absolutely. Yes. I don't take I don't take that shit uh, standing. Okay, I, I definitely have to defend myself, yes. especially if you're trying to be nasty and you're trying to be weird and rude and especially if it's in a group and you're trying to like sun me then definitely i'm going to let everybody know that like you can't disrespect me like that yes absolutely but when it comes to that like the weird subtleties like oh i feel like your energy is getting this and your energy is like that and like if it's the things that you really cannot um you know put a finger on Mm. then that's when i feel like um you, it, it'll take some time for you to really gather your evidence, your reasons mm. as to why this bothered you so much, you I know? I understand. I feel like for me, like, there have been situations where, like, I have to take a step back. If I said what I wanted to say, we'd be done. It'd be done. Oh, like the friendship is done, the relationship is done? I or? feel like I could say some crazy stuff sometimes, and I have to, like, take a step back mm. and be like, let me go sleep on this, you mm. know, journal about it. Mm. You know, healthy. 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 Yeah, I'm on my health kick right now. Okay. okay, mentally healthy. We love a healthy queen. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm like, let me gather my thoughts. Because a lot of times, like, let's let's be honest. Journaling is that girl. Ooh. She's that girl. You don't Ooh. have to journal on paper. We have technology. You can make a voice note. You can make a notes on the, on the notes app. You could journal on pen and paper if that's what works for you. Mm-hmm. But, like... It really helps me to, like, break it down because sometimes I find that, like, I'm at fault, too. I'm like, I did something crazy that at the moment I couldn't even notice that. But, like, mm-hmm. when I take the step back, I'm like, okay, you know what, Buki, you did that crazy thing, too, you know. Mm-hmm. So then when I come back to a conversation, I'm like, hey, yeah, I know. I've been a little nuts. But you were nuts, too, okay? Mm. We're both nuttos. Mm-hmm. We're both over here doing the madness you let's know? let's normalize confrontation in 2024 okay yes. and let's con- let's normalize healthy confrontation and let's abolish weird nasty and strange confrontation okay <laughs> like some some strange. some things can be real nasty and real strange okay i, I think definitely the number one thing is trying to embarrass somebody in the name of confrontation that was a very selfish move that was not um, in good faith, in good taste. Like, if anything, it looks bad on you. You're trying to embarrass this person, but, like, maybe other people can see that, like, okay, it's in your character to try to, like, dog people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to really bode well on how you come across yeah. either. Or even, like, let's say, like, what you're bringing up is a valid point. It, it becomes a little less valid when you're purposefully trying to hurt someone, you know. There's a way to, like, let someone know, like, hey, like, that hurt me in a way that's, like, constructive. Mm-hmm. It's constructive for you because maybe you can, like, let them know, like, this is why it hurt me. And they can understand more why it's so, like, you know, personable for you. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're just there to be like, and you this, and you that, and you did this, and my mama, and your mama, that's mm. crazy. Mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And, like, let's also normalize accepting fault. Okay? Ooh. Accountability. 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 Accountability, ladies and gentlemen. It's a big thing that like, we need to normalize. Just, it's. It go a little bit goes a long way, okay? You guys, you guys are so afraid of accountability. You need to um, maybe do an ego death, okay? Mm. Ayahuasca, okay? Huh? <laughs> a little psychedelic trip, but never hurt right. nobody. <laughs> a little psychedelic trip, never hurt nobody. You didn't hear from us, but you heard from her. If y'all want to say Queen of Banter, you better say Nerea. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Maybe just one little trip. You get real emotional. You get into that subconscious, and then you kill that ego. Yeah, okay? the ego needed. You, you get it. Dead that ego. So then later on, you can um, accept that you are a human being and that you are subject to failure, okay? Sometimes we just got to realize that, okay, I was wilding. I was wilding. I'll take that. And I'll take that. Yeah. Like, put your hands up. Put your hands, hands up. Okay. And tell and tell everybody I was wilding. I yeah. was wrong. Yeah. It's okay. Honestly, a lot of people respond well to people taking responsibility for their actions. I don't think if you're dealing with somebody 
who loves you and cares about you and you decide to take accountability for something that they are confronting you about, I'm sure that conversation go a lot better. Absolutely. A lot better. Absolutely. Because, like, in a lot of situations, like, one person has one side of the story, the other person has one, another side of the story. But when you're able to be like, you know what, what you said, you ate me up on that one. You did mm-hmm. you did come correct, and mm-hmm, that was something mm-hmm. that I did. And I will learn from that. I will change from that. That takes that takes a lot of, like, just emotional, not emotional, but it takes a lot of vulnerability, and it also takes a lot of, you know, maturity. Yeah, shout out to vulnerability. Please, shout out to, to vulnerability. vulnerability. Shout out to vulnerability. Ladies and gentlemen, vulnerability. Let's, yeah. let's, let's clap to her. Miss, like, miss vulnerability. Let's Honestly. be honest. How do you expect to have a deeper conversation, a deeper relationship with people when you are not ready to be vulnerable mm-hmm. in the slightest? Let me tell you, I was getting real, real vulnerable last year. Robo vulnerable. Like I feel like well not okay, I feel like my first taste of role vulnerability really came when we like moved in together. Yeah. Cause I had an attitude problem, y'all. And that mm. is on account of Accountability. <laughs> like, let me tell you, let me tell you, when I was evading accountability, it wasn't going right for me. And it was affecting my relationships with people. Like, there was a wall up because, you know, I had a blind spot for the way I'm coming across, you know. Yeah. I thought, you know, my facial expressions, my tone was not being felt by the people I was doing it towards, but they had to tell me, like, girl, you is mad and your <laughs> attitude is real nasty. And I was like, what, me? But, me? like, honestly, shout out to you, Naria. Shout out to you. Everybody, shout out to Naria over here because, like, let me be honest with you, Naria. Like, you are very inspirational. You're what? Very inspirational, <laughs> Don't Naria. make me cry. Don't, Don't cry. cry. <laughs> Keep it in the eyes. But, like, yes, I feel like moving in together, it definitely teaches you like if you really care for that person it's not you versus them whenever there's a problem it's both of you versus the problem Mm -hmm. let's figure out what the problem is and let's try to mediate it let's try because our friendship is worth way more Mm. to whoever problem shout out to friendship shout out to friendship shout out to sisterhood yes (laughs) i'm loving it here i'm loving it here i can't lie to you yeah because like there's not much that like and, like, I think that we're very fortunate. I think mm. we're very fortunate because I don't know if everyone gets the opportunity to, like, find friendships where you can be completely vulnerable in. Mm-hmm. There's not really much I can tell Nair when she's like, oh, I can't, I can't fuck with you. Like, that was real nasty. <laughs> There's not really much that, like, we, like, get embarrassed telling each other, which mm-hmm. is good. It's yeah. really good. Like, I'm definitely my realist form Around you. Uh, around me. Around you. I really, really appreciate and love that because I am someone, I care about people and I care about them a lot. And like, maybe I'm not able to share all myself with everybody that I care about all the time. But like, I've had experiences in the past where like, I'm being my true authentic self, but that is rejected. And mm-hmm. I think that has, that has a lot to do with why people are so afraid of vulnerability because they're like, if I'm being myself and that's unaccepted, then like, what the hell else can I do? You yes. know, like you rejected the rawest part of me and now I have to like figure out like who I am and that's where the ego death comes in, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's where the ego death come in. You killed so. it, didn't you? <laughs> you killed it. Yeah. How'd you kill it, Nary? I think, well, I did do acid one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, watch, I gotta, I gotta watch, your, the, watch your parents find this podcast and be like, what? Okay, and, what? okay, but th- the thing is, when I did it, I was paying my own bills, so Ooh, facts, so facts. I didn't. I shout didn't. out to paying your own bills. <laughs> shout out to paying my bills. Shout out to shout out to the girls who pay their rent on time. Okay, yes, on time. The first of the month, which is tomorrow. Yeah, so, so make sure you pay, pay your, your rent. rent okay? okay, if you haven't paid already, now is the time. Now is the, the time. time. We're reminding you, so we hope that you we, pay your rent. No okay? eviction notices over here in twenty twenty four. Or no. no, 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 no. We're gonna pay our rent on time this year, okay? Yes, yes. And you know, shout out to shout out to financial stability. Oh uh. uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know this pod, this this time we're supposed to talk about just confrontation, mm. but wow, we got so much to talk. It's our first episode, so I'm like, wow, there's so much more that we want to talk about, right? Because like, 
we got everything. We got. We're trying to. We're trying to up twenty twenty four, y'all. We're, we're doing new things. We're doing big things. You know, we got bigger dreams. Bigger, bigger dreams. dreams. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. doing the big thing. Okay. For sure. For sure. I think even if okay, this podcast. I think for me, it's just more about. Um, people just getting to know me a little better, you know, because yeah. I feel like people have a certain perception of who I am, how I act, what mm-hmm. I do. But honestly, no, I feel like there are some things that have to come to the surface. OK, some Period. people don't really know everything about me. And that's why they try me. Mm. And that's when the, <laughs> that's why they try me because they don't know me. That's another thing. OK, when it comes to confrontation, make sure you know who you are confronting. Okay, mm. this is the thing. Okay, me and Neri, we're tit for tat girls. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're gonna tit, we're gonna tat. Okay, mm-hmm. so like, just make sure that when you tit, you tit hard because mm. when we tat, we may tat harder. Her. So, yeah, that's yeah, the and a shout out to bullying. Okay. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Let 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 me land. Okay. Let me land. Let, let me land. Cook, okay, let me cook. cook. When I'm saying shout out to bullying, I'm saying that like. Getting bullied will humble you, okay? Mm, It'll it real, does. It real, It makes you realize, I'm not hot shit, okay? Mm. And be, once you realize you're not hot shit, and if you use that bullying to empower yourself, then you can realize what's not hot shit about other people, Facts. okay? So when they try you, you have fuel. You know what? Okay? That's so true, because, like, let's be honest, we've been bullied, okay? I've been bullied. Especially growing up as, you know... Dark skin. Dark skin. I grew up with a plus African. African. Like, yeah, I was definitely bullied. Okay, I was definitely bullied. I was definitely tried. And there was a time where, like, I was just extra kind to people because I didn't want to be mm. bullied. So I did the opposite. I was so kind to a point that it was to my detriment, you know. But um, now, I don't give a fuck. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about your non-confrontational past. My past. That's a good question, Mary. Okay. Yeah. So beforehand, I had this podcast I was having in my brain, and it was between me and me, okay? Mm. If someone did something to me, I would never confront them. Mm. I would just let it build up. I mm. let it build up. I changed my perception of that person. And, like, they may not have been what I thought they were, but I just never had the conversation with them, you know? And, like... Also, because, like, there's always going to be that stigma of, like, black women are mad and they're this and they're that. So, like, I was, especially growing up in, like, a private, went to Catholic school, predominantly white, for a long time. Right. Like, I had to be very careful about my image, you know? Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. like, instead, I remember being young and having the title of mad black little girl. I was a little girl. I was Mm. a little girl, and I was already thought of to be, like, a bully because I would always say what I felt and like I was always ten toes down. I was always in the dirt. I was literally always in the dirt. I was always muddy too. So mm-hmm. that did not <laughs> shout out to getting dirty. That did not have a <laughs> reputation. But like I remember like kids did not fuck with it. They did mm-hmm. not fuck with it. And I remember my rebrand. I think I remember the exact grade I started Tell the about, Shout out to rebrand. Tell me about the rebrand. So I remember in fourth grade, okay. Fourth grade I remember the summer before fourth grade. I was like, I am going to go into this year being so kind. I'm going to kind the hell out of these people. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I pulled up the next day. I'm like, hi, everybody. How was your summer? I was like, oh, my God. Like, what happened to you? Oh, I was over here doing the madness. And I took that for years. I took that for years, even up until mm-hmm. adulthood, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And, like... It wasn't until, like, I realized just how much... I had no idea who the hell I was. Mm. I completely deaded whoever I was, and I just became whoever people wanted me to be. Mm. When I was, around, uh, when I was around, around Stacey, I was a certain person. When I was around Nancy, I was a certain person. Whoever I was around, I would figure out who you wanted me to be, and that's who I was. I yeah. was playing the game, okay? Mm-hmm. That was what made me comfortable, mm-hmm. okay? But, like... It is exhausting. Right. It is so exhausting doing that. And especially, like, eventually it's going to come to a climax. We're going to be like, who the hell am I? Mm-hmm. What the fuck do I like? That, that crisis. It's a crisis. That identity crisis. It and really honestly, let's, let's talk a little bit about how much pressure you put on yourself at nine. Like, how old Back. are you in fourth grade? You're, like, nine, eight or nine years old. You're putting so much pressure on yourself to you know, fit in and do well, like, amongst your peers, and you 
destroy your self-confidence because you're like, I'll do anything for these people to, um, you know, treat me like a person. And that's the main thing that you're looking for. Like, I just want to be treated like everybody else. You Mm. know, I want to be respected. I want to be, I want to have friends. Like, I don't want to be labeled as something negative. And you put, and it's sad that like, as a kid, you put all this pressure on yourself to, um, you know, make yourself something that you're just not. Okay. And yeah, the identity crisis goes hard. Like for me too, like, I may have had, like, a, I definitely changed up who I was as well because, like, I went from going to, like, public elementary schools of predominantly, like, black and, um, black, my, black kids and minorities and then, you know, getting transitioned into a, a private Christian school. There was, um, you know, one of the very few black girls in class. And then I remember my sixth, I started in sixth grade. I didn't, I was very, I was known to be very quiet my first year, I mean, I had a personality, but I only really showed it to, like, people I was close to. Mm. Then, like, seventh grade, I was like, okay, like, I'm not getting any sort of, like, recognition. I'm not getting any sort of, like, like, ex- like friendships or anything. So I was just like, oh, let me just be funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And honestly, like, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just saying what was on my mind. Yeah. Okay? And that's how I still am to this day. Like, I think people find me very funny. But, like... I find you funny. I- I'm just saying stuff that is in the brain. Like, yeah, facts. I, I'm, I'm not trying to copy nobody. Like, I didn't get this from anyone. Like, this is just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Oh, I, ran, okay. I ran out of uh, ginger, so one is ginger and one is green. Period. Everybody shout out to Mike. Everybody shout say, out to say, Mike. Say, say hello to our, our lovely director, Mike, uh, who Mike, got us tea. He got us tea. Yeah, literally did. Okay, cheers. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me let this cool We're going to let it cool down. Yeah. We've got enough heat over here in the conversation. Yeah, a little um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, back to, like, the stuff that I went through as a child. Oh, man, the things I went through as a child. Honestly. Honestly. It shapes us. It shapes. It, and, and, like, like you were saying, you being a kid, in those formative years, putting so much pressure on yourself to be something you're not, you take it into your adulthood, you realize it's just not sustainable. You know it's what not. I'm saying? And we have to be comfortable with knowing that, like, everybody's not going to like us. The same way you don't like everybody else, everybody, you're not going to like every, like, everybody's not going to like you either. And there's not much, you can, all you can be is yourself. The people who like you for you are going to stick around. The people who don't like you for you, they're going to go, and you have to be comfortable with that. Yeah. And we also have to evaluate, like, the depth of our friendships. Like, um, like honestly, I think another way to kind of, like, measure the depth is, the length of the friendship too. I feel like people are can be very desperate for connection, and they you know can attach themselves to people way which too quickly. just comes from trauma. Yeah, for like, sure. I feel like a lot of us like we we are like a conglomeration of a lot of trauma, you know. But a lot of it may just not be things that we knew. Like we did not even know that was something that we did mm-hmm. until like it was detrimental. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like. Yes, I do agree. Like, I didn't want to, like, cut you off. No, 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 go ahead. Like, yes, I feel like we've been friends for, I don't even, should we do the math? Should we do the math? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Remember seven years. Yeah, the seven-year itch. Yeah. I usually say that for, like, married couples. Y'all, it's so funny because our friendship anniversary is 420 every year. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) That's when we met. That was the first time we met. But, um, yeah, like, so, like, honestly, like, we have had, like, phases in our friendship growth. Like, we've had it all. We've gone mm-hmm. through a lot, mm-hmm. you know? A lot. A lot. And, you know, um, I'm a psych major. And part Ooh, of, uh, yeah, we're going to get a little, <laughs> we're gonna get a little <laughs> educational up in here. Um, so, in, like, my, what I've studied is that, like, people who've had, like, you know, hardships together yeah. tend to create more intimacy in their friendship, and the, the friendship gets deeper, or the relationship gets deeper. So, That's like, true. honestly, you can't really expect much out of somebody in a short amount of time because there hasn't been enough um, friction amongst, but like, in your personal life, in their mm. life, to really test the strength of the relationship it's kind of like you know you build like a bridge and then like you want to test the bridge so you kind of like use you might stand on the bridge or you jump on it or something just to see if there's any cracks any fragments and when you see that like oh the bridge can't really hold this much weight we're gonna like improve 
that part of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I think that's it, it, it. That analogy goes well with friendship. Like, you have a friendship. Something happens in your personal life. Something happens to your friend, or something happens to the both of you, and you're both affected. Um, and then that kind of like creates like you know it will show some cracks in the friendship in your character, but you know because you're committed to the friendship, you're going to do what you can to, you know, fix those issues. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like, you know, again, shout out to friendship. Woo! Like, honestly, like there's some things that like, I know like I have like a lot of friends, like I'm very fortunate to have like good friends, like great, like, you know, interpersonal connections with people. But like, there's this things that like, you know about me, like character traits that, like, even I didn't even know about myself. And Aries, like, you do do that. I'm like, what? I do that. Yeah. So, like, yes. And but like the thing about it is, like, we accept each other for who we are. Like, I never have to like, especially because we we do live together, y'all. We do live together. Mm-hmm. Like, there's never a time I come home. I'm like, okay, I have to act like this around area. Like. Because, like, she only likes me when I'm like this. Like, it's never like that. Ooh. It's very much like, this is me. This mm-hmm. is me. And you're very accepting of it. And I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And I have other friendships like that as well. I definitely have other deep connections as well. And I'm very fortunate for them, too. It's just that, like, it's pretty crazy, y'all. Like, sometimes me and Nero will be telling each other stories of our life. Like, that happened to me, too. Like, we have very much, like, similar backgrounds our backgrounds are so similar sometimes yeah it's, it gets a little scary it gets a little scary <laughs> i'm like how that happened to you too how how i'm talking about a lot like, yeah there's a lot of overlap and it's really like sometimes like you know sometimes people say opposites attract but sometimes the sames the similars attract yeah, too yeah you know like i mean i can definitely appreciate people who are different from me so i'm just gonna get on a tangent real quick about like you know, judgments, okay, getting, being judgmental, um, I feel like one of the main ways to kind of, like, reduce your judgmental, like, tendencies, exactly, tendencies, is to recognize the imperfections within yourself, okay, and understand that, like, I am not perfect, and actually mean it, you know, and, like, not only am I not perfect, but I'm not better than other people, I'm not, I'm just different from them, you know, I'm not better than them, you know, and I myself, I'm not perfect, I make mistakes, I have things about me I don't want other people to know, Um, I have behaviors that I wish I could stop, but I can't, Um, you have to get very comfortable with those imperfect parts of you, so that you can accept other people, Um, and you will do yourself a disservice being judgmental, you have to get comfortable with allowing people who are different than you into your space, like, to a, a, a healthy to degree, a healthy degree yeah. obviously. Like, if it's somebody who's, like, has really destructive patterns oh, yeah. and you know that... Please throw them away. Find <laughs> the nearest trash can, put them in them, close up the trash, take it outside, and then put it into a dumpster. I know we were talking about confrontation today, but I also want to kind of talk about, like... <sighs> My favorite topic, so forth. Uh, <laughs> I love that one. Yes, I think one thing you gotta know about us is like, yes, we we do have like these conversations where it's just like you know me and Naria banter, banter, but like we're very fortunate, like we're we are privileged to also have an educational background that we can like you know pull upon that. You have the psych thing, Naria. She'd be reading people's minds because she's in psych. I'm just kidding. That's just not what <laughs> psychology is about. I literally, every guy who tries to like talk to me and ask me like what I study and stuff, I'll be like, oh yeah, I've been to I like I study psych and like oh so what am I thinking? I'm like that was not hot. And the last eight guys said the same thing. So wow. <laughs> so if you're trying to raise Naria, please do not use. Don't li- don't use that line. Don't use that line. I mean, unless you're hot, then that's okay, fine. Okay, if you're real hot, you can use it with caution. Okay, <laughs> use it with caution. But yes, oh my gosh, I feel like sometimes when um it comes to like you know self worth and everything like that. So lately, I have been taking upon myself every other Friday to go to a high school and mentor these children. Okay, yeah. and the first topic I told them about was 
self self work. I'm like, this is something very important. Like even I wish I knew at a younger age, mm-hmm. but like I feel like people value like grades. People value like you know what college are you going to? They value like how much money can you make? But like there's so much that you could progress in if you knew a little bit more about yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's just so many things that are, like, hindrance and, like, blockages in our lives that, like, we don't even know it's there because we never took the time to even, like, get to know ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that, like, one thing I would say definitely helped me was, like, I used to just think, and it might be my ADHD, and some people may catch me sometimes, okay? I love to people watch. I will sit in a room, not say anything sometimes, and just watch people Mm. live because, like, I just love learning more about human behavior. What do you get out of that? I, I see how people interact. I learn more even about, like, the people I know. I'm like, oh, like, they, how, this is how they interact. Like, I can learn more about, like, what they like. I'll just, like, watch people sometimes because, mm-hmm. like, it's great to know more about human behavior. And, you know, like, I know, like, I'm flawed. All of us are flawed. We're all flawed individuals. So, like, even, like, going back to the conflict thing, like, when you can accept that, when you can accept the fact that, like, I am not a perfect individual and I may take some fault in mm-hmm. this situation, mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier to even have the conversation right, in the right, first place. Right. Because, like, you're not coming at it from a place of, like, this person hurt me and, like, they're vindictive. Like, you're not coming from that place. You're coming from a place of, like, yeah, like, this was messy. This happened. This happened. I have these facts, this fact, that. You know, like, you can collect it a little bit more. You could take the fault that you own and you can give back things that you know that you never did. Because that's what stops people from gaslighting you as well. Mm. When you're able to, like, acknowledge, like, this is my fault and this is not. Can we not. give a, a quick definition of gaslighting, Bookie? Um, you. I think you're a psych major. I think you should give it. Oh, okay. Should we ask Google? I mean, I know what gaslighting is. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Gaslighting first, the term was coined from a film about a man who was slowly decreasing the light in the um, the home. And he was basically trying to make his wife feel crazy when she would bring it up. Like, oh, there's nothing wrong with the house. It's always been like this, you know? Okay, so gaslighting is basically, it's a manipulative technique where somebody makes you um, makes you question your better judgment, okay? So gaslighting does, is not just hurling insults, and gaslighting is not lying. Gaslighting is just like a, a strategic way to make somebody question their judgment. Yes. And definitely have been around people who like to light gas. <laughs> they like to light it, yeah. you know. And, like, I think, like, being around those people, I'm not going to say, like, I regret it. I'm glad that I was around those people at the time I was because it helps me to acknowledge it from other people even sooner. Like, oh, my gosh. Nerea. Tell me, is this ah, a story? This is, is this an anecdote? This is kind okay. of Okay, you can leave out some details. Okay. I'm going to... I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna chiss. This was just saying. Mm-hmm. So recently, um, I had someone come into my DMs. Okay. Had which which DMs exactly? You're so crazy. Which DMs? Okay. I had someone come into my school DMs, my mm. Canvas. Okay. Mm. They came into my school crazy DMs. Crazy is. And what you need to know about me is that I am Nigerian. I am Nigerian. I did Bukola, Bukola, Buki. Oh, shout out to West Africa. Shout out to the West Side. West Side. West Side is the best side. Oh, don't do that for the East Side. It's coming get you. The South Side. I'm not afraid. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so not afraid. A caution. But, yeah, so I had someone come into my DMs, and they were like, hey, I'm Nigerian. I'm in your class. Let's do homework. I'm like, okay, period. This class is hard. Please help me with the homework, Mm -hmm. okay? But, like, I guess, like, when he heard homework, he heard more like, oh, she's feeling me. He heard working her in the home, you know? Yeah. Ooh, you in trouble. Oops. Okay. He heard working in the home. That's what he heard. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. This was probably one of the most, I cannot lie to you, one of the most disrespectful situations I've ever been in my life. I've never been disrespected to this degree in my life, especially by a man. I've had a lot of disrespect by men before, but this person takes the cake, had, had, took the cake, had the audacity, had the tenacity, had it all, okay? And he really tried to gaslight the hell out of me. But I'm glad I know who the hell I am. You can Perp. never try that with mm-hmm, me, okay? Mm-hmm. 
So this person's like, hey, like, can we meet up and like do homework? I'm like, yeah, 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 okay. So I go over to their place. First mistake, that's my bad. Okay? Yeah. Accountability, accountability. Accountability for sure, for okay, sure. I go over to this place and everything. First of all, should I even give the, I'm not going to give all the background. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go with the situation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> go to this place. And before I even go to this place, I tell this man, I don't want anything with you. Don't want to sleep with you. Don't want nothing from you. I already gave him the, you know, the preamble. <laughs> the rundown. The rundown. I gave him yeah. the rundown beforehand. He said, no problem, no problem, no problem. So, okay, perfect. Go to this no. person's house, okay? So, he was trying to convince me to date him, okay? And I was like, sir, I don't want to date you. I don't even really want to date right now because I'm fresh back in school. Busy gal, busy gal, busy gal, gal team. I'm podcasting, I'm over here schooling, I'm over here mentoring, I'm over here volunteering. I don't have, I'm over here working. I have, I have very limited time and especially mm-hmm. very limited time for you. Per. For you. Per. Okay. Per. Sometimes. The for you was silent. silent. Okay. Silent. The f- for but you was silent. For you. Like, there's sometimes I, I just don't have time, uh-huh. especially for someone who I just do not vibe with. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's trying to convince me. Was this person sexy? Absolutely not. <laughs> was this person tall? No. He was not tall. Was this person rich? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, he was none of the above. Okay, he was none of the above, but he wanted to humble me. He wanted mm. to humble me. Yeah, because he was saudi. Yeah. He was saudi. But uh, go ahead, girl. Like he just tried to. Okay, so first of all, I am a plus size gal. Okay, oh. so he told me like, oh, shout out to the cute, fluffy women. Thank you. Shout, shout out, out to, to the us. to the sexy, the big, sexy women. The big sexy women. Shout out to y'all. Okay, yeah. but um, okay, so he was like. You know, you're 25, and five years, you're going to double your size. So you might as well settle down now while you're at your peak. While you're at your peak. God forbid. God, I said tofiakwa. It's not my portion. Not my portion, Jesus. It's not my portion. It's not my portion. And you're not going to, you're telling me that I should settle for you, for you, sir, because I'm a beautiful plus-size person. Absolutely. You're crazy. You're mad. You're mad. And Uh, this person, like, I don't, okay, I'm not going to give too much detail about them. But, like, you know, as Nigerian, there are cultural, there are things that come with our culture when you are in Nigeria, especially mm-hmm. if you were born and raised in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And, like, coming to, being born in America as a Nigerian, I don't hold on to those cultural norms, especially the ones that I do not find healthy. I do not hold on to them. I let them go. Like, I love the parts of my culture that, you know, are beautiful and, like, they are really, you know, self-serving. And, like, I love those parts of mine culture but there are parts of my culture that are very disgusting okay and one of them is you know misogyny misogyny Misogyny, okay Mm -hmm. so like for you to tell me that i am not like my worth is less than and that i need to settle for you that's crazy that's mad and the maddest part of this man came back to my phone after disrespecting me after giving me fire after doing all this he came back to my uh, phone and he was like, "Can you send me the homework answers? Ask your mom to send you the homework answers. Her. Ask your dad to ask someone else to get you. Her. I'm not giving you no dang homework answers. You're crazy. Her. Yeah, absolutely. I wish she ate him up more when she was at his house. Like, she should have punched him right in the fucking mouth. Damn, I that, was bigger than this man. <laughs> yeah, I wish she punched him right in his mouth as soon as he said that because, like, how dare you? Obviously, you've never been punched in the mouth before. That's crazy. Yeah, like. Let's not do that. Like, I, I feel like let's just get into this, the fat phobia of it all, okay? Yeah. In this society, we have a proclivity to value people of certain sizes and a proclivity to, you know, downgrade, degrade people who are past that size. And, you know, every social setting is different. Yes, there's certain places where, like, my body is celebrated, certain places where my body is disgusting. But... With that being said, like, when when people even talk about fat phobia, first of all, they get gaslighted. They get told, like, oh, my God, it's your fault. You're not on the treadmill. You're the one eating the cheeseburgers. You're the one eating the french fries. That's why you're big as hell, and you're making it yeah. everybody else's pro- <laughs> problem, okay? No, honestly, okay, first of all, just because somebody is eating the cheeseburger and the fries, that doesn't mean that you should fucking degrade Treat them. them. Less, like... They're still human. They're still a human being, guys. Let's be kind. I feel like a lot of the times that, like, 
if you try to speak on something like this, then it's like, oh, well, you're just mad because you're fat. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. okay, no, I'm mad because you guys are treating me like I'm not a human a being. Yeah, yeah. like, And then don't let you be big and black to be a big... And don't be a poor. Bigger, a bigger black woman and poor. That, yeah, <laughs> that's the madness. It's, it's, it's a crazy combination. It's a cra- the combination... It's not nice. It's, it's not, not nice. sweet. It's, it's not, not sweet. And we're going to talk about it. I know it's going to make other people uncomfortable, but we're going to talk about it. And, you know, like, and this is why we have such a big fitness industry. This is why our diet culture is the way it is. Like, there is something to be gained for being smaller. There's something to be gained for being a certain size. Not only, like, you know, the health benefits. Nobody even cares about the health benefits. We're talking about the access. Yeah. We're talking about the the opportunities that's what we're, we're really talking about okay yeah. people people praise certain things people accept certain things and people are doing anything to be that people are getting eating disorders to get that people are yeah. killing themselves to get that yeah. because it matters that much i mean i heard a couple of crazy statistics that said like women who are a certain size make like 50 percent more than women who are not i can believe it yeah because you know a lot of the times women's like value and their you know resources are attached to a man and the better you look the better men you get you know what i'm saying That's true. so this is a patriarchal society so yeah and not us covering all the topics yeah i'm like what are we gonna talk about next time we cover all of no them we, i mean we're basic we're just skimming the surface at this point we but we really are back to the topic at hand confrontation okay confrontation her french miss yeah that's that's french for confrontation for those of you who can't who only speak english okay (laughs) i'm just kidding i don't speak any french i was about to say i don't speak okay i don't speak any french you know that's all i know bonjour bonjour okay (laughs) but that's a topic at hand confrontation we, as you can see, we even confronted other topics. We confronted the topic of fatphobia. We confronted topics of misogyny. Confronted to- patriarchy. Yeah, topics of patriarchy, you know, colorism, bullying, all sorts of things. And yeah. that's just the type of thing that we're into. I can talk about any of those things all day. for, days. for days. And I need, like, a healthier place to, like, do it all because, yeah, like, I, don't, I know everybody doesn't want to hear that all the time. Yes, so. yes. But, like, it... If the topic is there and it's ready and it can blend in perfectly with the situation, I'm going to blend it. Oh, per. I'm going to blend because it. Some, because honestly, we're still in those systems right now. And so they affect us on a daily basis. basis. They do. On a daily basis, on a, on a subconscious basis, on a subliminal basis, on an implicit basis. Like, it's not always, people are not screaming at me about my body every day, but like, part of the way you get treated is based on the way you look. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even if I was thin, still dark, still black. Yeah. Okay. Blacks. And the thing about it's like, as bigger people, we can't say nothing. If we say something, we jealous, we we nasty, we ugly, we doing it. We yeah. Doing the most, you know. Yeah. So we can't even like, we can't be like, hey, you did that to me because I'm fat. But like, I can tell the difference because like the way you're treating my friend who is a smaller person is completely different. And how you're gonna treat night me. and day, night, night and day, really night and day, and it's impli- it's really implicit. Like it's not even something that is that correct? Yeah, you're yeah. Guy. It's very implicit because it's not something that people that like consciously know that they're doing. It's just part of how we were programmed or trained or like what we yeah. are used to, you know. Yeah. So, and like as someone who affects, of course I can notice it. But like, ask someone who it doesn't affect, then like, it's you can't notice it. It's really yeah, hard to exactly, that. and that's where the gaslighting comes in. Mm. When you try to tell your thinner counterparts, like, "Hey, they're treating me crazy because of my size," and then they're like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, um, "I've been this size for a while, so I yeah. know." But I, you know what? I have to say, shout out to a lot of my thinner friends. They do understand that. Like a lot of times when I have the conversation with them, they're like, "Yeah, I can see that." Yeah. yeah, I can see that. So yeah. like, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Like, honestly, like, it's the worst is when, like, trying to, like, point out something subliminal and you you don't have any evidence for it because they didn't say anything explicitly. But, mm-hmm. like, you know what it's, it's doing to you your spirit. Act. It's the way you act, okay? Like, mm-hmm. you act indifferent. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. acted weird to me. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that. 
but you don't. Yeah, right? yeah. And sometimes people know why they're doing what they're doing, but they're, they're all, because they didn't say anything, they have that plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. They don't really have to own up to it. They can just be like, ah, oh, you're crazy. You know, because yeah. cause the worst thing you, like, I feel like it's, it's really bad when people try to, like, ooh, are we low battery? Oh. It's okay. We like, we have like fifteen minutes left. Okay. So, oh, ten minutes. All right. But yeah, back back to that. Like people are just gonna make their assumptions um, based on like you know based on like how you look. They'll make assumptions. They'll make value judgments on your character, and you know proceed with that without actually getting to know you and I feel like sometimes that is the one of the better the benefits of being thinner like people already will assume positive things about you or just being attractive in general halo effect people are gonna just assume positive things about you but this is not me trying to be bitter and like jealous and stuff like because let me tell you something I had I thought I had a normal conversation with somebody about colorism and they went ahead and twisted my words to make it seem as though, like, I was speaking on colorism because I'm jealous of that other person's skin tone, okay? Which is crazy. Which was not the conversation I've ever had. It was just an objective conversation about colorism, about, like, okay, I'm darker, you're lighter, you make it this, I make it that. And in the moment, that person sounded and acted like they were able to understand the concept that I was talking about, but then when I'm not around then they want to use that as fuel as to why, you know, me and them are not on good terms. And that really hurt me, honestly, because, like, I thought I was being honest, raw, normal. I could, like, honestly, like, that's why all these disclaimers we're doing, because the worst is when people try to twist your words and, you know, make you out to be something that you're not and go around with narratives that, or not your intention. I mean, we can only do our best, honestly. Like, And we're all human. I think we need to learn how to humanize one another, okay? I am no different than a lot of other people when it comes to the fact that, like, when you have all of these expectations of me, like, Buki needs to act like this because, like, she's this, it's just not valid. I'm still human. And I'm still prone to error. And, like, if I do not meet your expectations okay okay you know like unless it's something that's like well like this is something that's like essential for our friendship then confront me on it and if it's something that I'm like you know what I should take accountability for that I will because I'm growing 2024 I'm standing on business and part of business is accountability okay taking accountability for everything and also I'm gonna take a second to manifest everything okay I'm manifesting, okay? This year I'm going to be a lot more introspective, introspective. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what it needs to be done. I'm going to treat myself how I treat other people. I love to care for other people. I can't lie. Like, I know a lot of times I have friends who are like, Buki, you're doing a lot for these people. And that is true because when I genuinely care for people, I am going to put my effort, my time, my money, I'm going to put it all into you because I genuinely care for you. Mm -hmm. But in the same breath, I'm going to give myself even more, mm-hmm. okay? Like, I want to keep giving to my friends, but I need to stop pouring from, like, an empty cup. I'm trying to spend 2024 filling my cup to the brim. And when it spills over, y'all can have the spillage. Y'all can have the spillage over, okay? But for now, like, I'm really trying to... I'm trying to validate myself. I'm trying to take my energy from my own internal powers, like, love everyone. I love all my friends so much, and I'm very grateful for everyone Mm -hmm. honestly like i'm very grateful that i actually live with some of my friends too because like it gives me like that sense of friendship like on a consistent basis that's kind of effortless you know because like i do understand that like friendship let's be honest you need to pour into it like you need to put effort into it i think some people find that like the easier friendships they're like you know like they can just like flow in flow out is the best for them and that's great like honestly like it's good to have friendships like that as well but I feel like I get the most out of my friendships where, like, I acknowledge you and, like, I'm going to pour back into you. Like, even the other day, I was like, you know, Mary had a real hard day. I feel like her day was hard. And also, for all of my friends, okay, pour into each other, okay? Like, if you feel like I can, then do. Like, I was just like, Mary had a real hard day. I'm like, let me make her dinner. It was just a simple thing, okay? And it's a thing that I'm like, 
I used to be like, I'm going to wait for a man. He's going to love me. He's going to cook for me. And, you know, he's going to make sure I'm taken care of. Fuck that. Okay? I'm going to do it for my friends. I'm going to treat my friends like that. I'm going to give to all the people who I love like that. Because, like, y'all deserve it. Truly, y'all deserve it. Because mm-hmm. y'all pour into me in a way that you guys may never understand, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I just feel like it's good to have the friendships that, like, you know, you can pour into. And it's also good to have, like, those friendships that you can kind of flow in and out of where it's not, like, high energy. I have both, and I'm fortunate to have both of them, you know. Right, right. I definitely can agree with that. Like, honestly, like, de-pedestalizing, like, romantic relationships is really important, especially mm-hmm. for a woman, because there's a lot of um, messages in media that let, make us think that we're not anything if we don't have that um, like, it's, like, as soon as, like, you go through puberty, like, where my man at, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And the great words of Chimamanda Adichie, okay? Like, what did she say? She said that um, they teach women to aspire to marriage. Yeah. Like, why am I aspiring to marriage? I am so much more than that. Like, we are, we're, there are so many more things about me that are very valuable than mm-hmm. just, like, what I can bring Oh, back to that man. He asked me what I can bring to a table. I don't bring no tables. I don't bring nothing to a table. I don't even see a table. And if we're having a table, make sure it's at a nice, fancy restaurant and the waiter is bringing something to the table. But other than that, I don't bring shit to a table. Okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing me. Like, That's honestly, men, these podcasts, these nasty, misogynistic podcasts mm. that you guys are listening to, that is reinforcing your misogynistic um, ideas, it's keeping you away from the pussy. It's keeping, it sure is. It's, it is, it, really it is, is. <laughs> it is, it is keeping all the pussy away from you. Stop listening to that nonsense and read an actual book, okay? You think these men on these podcasts are, like, more successful than you or, like, they get more women than you because of the way, because of the advice that they're giving you? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. All they're doing is feeding into a certain, um, a certain grift basically like it's very easy to tap into the incel market and go viral oh yeah because i don't know during the pandemic like there's just this map there's just like fitness trainer to like incel pipeline <laughs> that everybody <laughs> is <laughs> i'm being dead serious like when somebody goes viral for having muscles the next thing they want to do is make a podcast and degrade women and try to dunk on women probably because the reason they were in the gym because of a heartbreak and now you know they thought that they've you know cured themselves Mm-mm. by maxing out their reps but honestly Not they the they reps. should have went to therapy okay mm. so yeah. shout, shout out to Normal therapy life therapy, therapy. Please. Yeah. yeah please but um yes i feel like this has been a great podcast ah oh, we're gonna be here every wednesday everyone's nice thing you know and like I mean, these are conversations that I'm fortunate to have with my friends all the time. But, like, I'm like, let us bring these conversations out in the public, the public light, okay? Publica. And, like, yes, like, we're just here to vibe, to vibe. To vibe. To vibe, you know? And just to, like, have conversations that are, like, real and, like, you know, that we can both learn from and grow from and, like, be able to just, like, have a healthy avenue to, like, have these conversations as well. So, Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's a wrap. We appreciate you guys tuning in to the first episode of Queens of Banta. Yeah. And we hope to see you guys next Wednesday. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Shout out to Mike, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Mike.